conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Good morning. Well, we've been talking this week about reading, about the survey that found 81% of our children in grade four cannot read for meaning. And part of this, I think, is about libraries. And so many of them seem to be closed, for example, on weekends. Nazim Hardy is the president of the Library and Information Association of South Africa. Nazim, good morning. Uh, Good morning, and thank you for having me. Uh, We know, I mean, I made this point several times. I was privileged enough to virtually grow up in a library. Um, I was heartbroken Mm -hmm. to hear so many are closed on Saturdays, on weekends. What's going on? Yeah, I I think it's just, um, you know, the sad um, fact that a lot of libraries are not, I think, staffed to the capacity that they are required to deliver services that is needed by the communities. And the outcome of that is that one has to look at what are your resources available um, in order to deliver the best that you can. Um, And very often what we find is um, things like Saturdays, um, libraries are closed. Um, In some cases, you find a library will open on a Saturday, but it's maybe alternate Saturdays. Um, There are no more late nights necessarily um, being offered by libraries. Um, but again, a library, you know, also operates within um, an ecosystem. It's, it's not an island. And very often, some of these things are also impacted by crime um, and, and everything else that happens within the community. And I think the, these are the effects that we are seeing. Um, and, and ultimately, it boils down to funding. I was going to say, it's about councils, isn't it? I mean, mm. often it's on them, and they're cash-strapped, and a, and a library's an easy yeah. place to cut back. That is true. And, and I think, you know, after all of these years, um, since the dawn of democracy, we have been dealing with what is essentially the unfunded mandate, and where, where does the function of libraries actually is meant to be sitting, and we have squabbles about this after all of these years, and nobody has resolved it yet. Um, and then it becomes really easy to cut funding to libraries because if it's if it's deemed not to be a local government competency, um, it's easy to turn around and say, well, if it's not my competency, why must I fund it? Or why should I fund it to a level um, that can do all of these things that it's supposed to do? Do children still come and spend time in libraries? I mean, are they learning about the world through reading or have cell phones just taken over? <laughs> Um, I, I'm a firm believer that, that, um, that's not the case. Uh, I think cell phones are obviously it's everywhere. Um, but I think evidence also shows that children still use libraries. I mean, I work in the city of Cape Town in my day job. Um, and the constant refrain from librarians is the amount of children who come to the library. Um, and, and I think the library in itself is not just the place where they come to necessarily read it. It is in many communities, it is a study space, it's a meeting space. Uh, A lot of kids come to do their homework. Not all of them have um, internet at home. They come to the library to actually use it. Um, And and I think to some extent, very often they still come to to look at an encyclopedia, believe it or not. and and definitely, I think there is still um, a need for 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 children to come to libraries, and they do to come and read. Um, I, I think recently there was a report again um, from the city of Cape Town that the most um, 
the book that is most often not returned to the library is Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Um, <laughs> and, and I can bet you it's not adults reading. Mm. <laughs> Maybe adults reading to their kids. But yeah, I mean, to me that while it's a, a disturbing statistic to report, um, but on the other hand, it shows that kids are actually taking out the material. Mm. There's a, there's another story here, isn't there? Um, around the world, when the middle classes leave government services, the services never get fixed because the poor don't have the social power to have them fixed. And I wonder if the middle classes have left libraries. They're reading electronically. They're doing something else. Maybe they're going to that bookshop, you know, the one. Um, mm. And is there a classic case of that? If richer people aren't using libraries, don't see what's happening, they don't agitate, they don't use their social power to fix them? I don't necessarily think so. I, I think the I think within the middle classes, I think there's a lot of people who still enjoy the benefit of a library, see the value of a library, is willing to fight for a library. Um, but I also think that we we very often do see um, communities from or poorer communities also fighting for the need to have a library. I, I mean, in I think it was in last year sometime where we saw communities fighting about a library and in which ward it was when the councillor or the premier, I'm not sure which one it was, decided to, to, to shift the library from one community to another. And that for me is, is exciting because I think communities do understand the value of a library, see the need for having a library in the community. And I mean, to, to think that in this day and age, people are fighting about, but the library needs to be with me. And I actually asked for it. Um, and, and I think very often what I hear coming through as well through um, sub-council meetings, etc., there are very often calls for libraries um, to be built in communities. Um, but again, I think it comes down to funding. If there's no funding available, you know, how do you exceed every request? And we do know that there is a need for libraries. Um, Nazim. Yeah. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Nazim Hardy, President of the Library and Information Association of South Africa. You are there, CFM, 8 o'clock.